It's that time. It is Friday, October 16th, 2020. I'm your host, Patrick. This is We Live on a Planet. Heard around the world. You're just part of it, and I'm glad that you are. To my audience, thank you for stopping over on this rainy morning. It's rainy here in upstate New York. It's 48 degrees. Feels like 46 degrees Fahrenheit. Highs are going to be about 54 degrees. Winds are out of the southwest, 10 miles per hour. We're going to do all kinds of stuff like we normally do here. We live on a planet. Starting off a little different. We got different sound. Maybe because you're on the treadmill this morning, you needed that little bit of, mm, or you're just in bed, just kind of stretching. You needed that. mm. We'll try to give you that mm, (laughs) today. Stick around. We got a lot to talk about this Friday morning, October 16th. I appreciate you. Stick on by. Grab yourself a beverage of choice. We'll be right back. Welcome back to episode 435 of We Live on a Planet. I want to dive right in with our, I don't know if it's a quote or just a mantra, something to start us off with. No matter how many people are supposedly experiencing depression or anxiety, we feel absolutely alone when we are the ones going through it. Yeah, there's my Mortal Kombat gong, according to my friend out in Nova Scotia, Radio Mylar. Speaking of other countries, such as Nova Scotia, Nova Scotia, I want to welcome Omen and Saudi Arabia to the podcast. Welcome. Thank you for stopping over. And Omen is a country over in the Middle East. We peaked at number 18 on the personal journal section in the Apple podcast. And in Saudi Arabia, we peaked at 49. So kudos to us, right? So we're reaching out across the globe. And I got to talk to my cousin the other day, too, out in Colorado. That was nice. And, you know, you never know who's listening. That's one of the things with this, my personal journal. I just kind of I put it out there, and it's live when I say it's live because I could record these during the week or record them all at the beginning of the week and then set them out there. And that's not how I've ever really started We Live on a Planet. I've just done it live and sent them out. And I know it's not live because you're not listening to me live, but it is Friday early morning. And uh, coming out and talking to you gives me a feeling, a sense of purpose. It's a good way. You know, my doctor says it's a good therapy for me, and my therapist agrees. So it's a good way to just kind of come out and talk. But talking to my cousin the other day was awesome. And like I said, you just never know who's listening. So shout out to Todd and his wife, Katrina. But way back in the day, there used to be a show... uh, in the early 70s. I don't know if it was nationwide, but if memory serves, it was like Romper Room was the name of it. And the woman had a magic, quote-unquote, magic mirror. And there was no glass in it. And she would hold it up and look through it and look at the TV screen and then say to the listeners that she saw you 
listening and she would name off a bunch of random names and you would always hope that your name would be said because you'd be like so she sees me and so listeners i see you so thank you to all of you so uh, on monday's show i said how october 13th was the united states navy's birthday and i didn't know how old they were and i said if i remembered I would tell you, they are 245 years old, 1775, they were established. My uncle Kevin, speaking of family, he was in the Navy, and so was my brother-in-law, George. So thank you for your service. Thank you for everybody who has served our country. I appreciate it. I want to just go back to our quote real quick. No matter how many people are supposedly experiencing depression or anxiety, we feel absolutely alone when we are the ones going through it. And boy, don't we? It's so true. When you're going through anything in life, you feel like you're the only one that's ever experienced it or gone through it. And know that if you are suffering from depression or anxiety, you are not alone. Millions of people are dealing with it, especially this uncertain times that we're living in. 2020 has just been pear-shaped, hasn't it? It's been not a good year. And really uncertain. And if you have young kids at home and you're trying to balance work and teach them and self-taught or um, homeschool or remote learning and all the mask wearing we have to do and the social distancing and it's just wearing thin. It's not normal for us humans to live like this and we're feeling the fatigue from it. So there's a lot of anxiety, a lot of depression, a lot of uncertainness and the election here in America is right around the corner and you're not alone. You're not alone. So seek help. If you are struggling, don't be ashamed. Don't be afraid to, to ask for help. There's so many resources out there and you have your phone ready, your fingertips always. So there's that outlet, Google, whatever you're feeling and you're going to be able to find a number to somebody to call. And you're going to feel better once you talk about it and own it and accept it. Yeah, I know I have. Hey, stick around. We got more to talk about. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Okay, so I was just talking a little bit about anxiety. I want to talk about how my anxiety can be sometimes. So the other day, um, I went to get on my phone and I wasn't on... It said that L-E-T at the top light, and I wasn't on my Wi-Fi. And I was like, what the heck? So I went to sign in, and it wouldn't let me sign in. And it already automatically signs me in on my phone and all my devices at my house. I tried again, tried again, and then it finally went through. And then it said, weak security. My Wi-Fi was a weak security. And that I had to go to my router and change the security settings to have them WPA three or wpa two ae three i don't i don't i don't know i don't know but um as soon as i saw that it said weak security for some reason i instantly thought that there were zombies at the door getting ready to come in and eat my brains i thought that all of a sudden all my data all my stuff was going to be breached at any moment and who knows how long my weak security was like that because it's not like I look at what my Wi-Fi signal's telling me. It just happened to be 
that way, but my router was really old anyways. It was an old router, and so I had such anxieties, and so I, I, it happened to be Prime Day, Amazon Prime Day, so I got right on and was able to get a brand new router for a really good price, and it's like way faster. And my anxiety, though, is, okay, so once we get this, how do we set it up? How is it going to be as simple as pulling out some plugs, putting it in, or is it going to be a big old hassle? And I ended up saying on the description that um, there's an app that you, because everything has an app nowadays, but there's an app that you download and it walks you through the whole prog process and all that. And oh, God love my wife. Thank goodness that she's techie because she does all the techie stuff in the house. I, I don't, I just, it's not my, for me to even come out and talk to you, the only reason why I can do what I've been doing for almost three years is because Anchor has made it so easy. Use the Anchor app and they make it make podcasts. Podcasts back in the day were really difficult. You needed all kinds of equipment. And right now, having the Roadcaster Pro is just a perk for me. I don't need this to do a podcast. I could just use my phone. But having the Roadcaster um, does make it fun. It makes it, uh, I don't know, feels professional or something. You know what I mean? I don't know. Okay, so what was I talking about? So Prime Day. Ended up getting the router, and my wife uh, was able to hook it all up and get us all going and change the security. And as soon as we got the new Wi-Fi signal or the new router, and it said, you know, it didn't say weak security anymore, it felt like, oh, now I'm fine. It's like, yeah, but anytime you're using your device out in public or anything like that, you're you could be in jeopardy. Who knows? I just don't want to live like that in fear. There's enough going on, right? Instead of thinking somebody's going to come take my data, come take my stuff. I don't have anything. Well, I'm not encouraging anybody. If you <laughs> don't take anything, <laughs> please. Oh, it is quick or, um, excuse me, pot. <laughs> I was going to say pot roast, quick cooker, slow cooker, all in the same, and I couldn't. But it is slow cooker and hoodie season. It's right here around the corner. I made a crock pot pot roast the other day with all that last week with all the fixings and it came out really good. <clears throat> Excuse me. And as I was making it, I was saying to my wife, Oh, there's directions on this for Instapot, which are those like pressure cookers where it would only take like an hour or something to do a pot roast. And she was like, Oh, it's funny you say that because I ended up, uh, my sister in law who I did an interview with on here is a um, pampered chef representative. And my wife had a pampered chef party and she was able to get a quick cooker, a pampered chef quick cooker, which is like an Instapot or a pressure cooker or one touch pot that does everything. And we got it the other day and it is awesome. We've already been able to, my wife made a meal one night with some chicken broccoli risotto and it was so good came out like he cooked it all day and then I made the other day some carnitas with some pork tenderloin and they were so good you would have thought that you cooked the pork tenderloin all day long so yeah that slow cooker season pot pot roast season chilly hoodie weather here in upstate New York yeah we're looking at it 
I don't know what it's like in your neck of the woods in the world, but right now it's cooling down. Stick around. We got more to talk about. I'll be right back. And welcome back. I feel like I got so much to talk about. I wonder if we'll even head on over the History Channel's website or backside. Maybe we will. I don't know. Had to um, bring our new car in. After my, if you follow the show, you know I was in a really horrific accident in March of 2019. And I was hit uh, basically almost head on. Had to get cut out of a car. Was trapped in the car for about an hour. We only had made eight payments on that car. It was a brand new car. So when I was in the hospital, my wife had to you know, do the whole process of getting a new car, and she got a new car. And lo and behold, the, for the first payment we made on that, and we only had it a month, I was on my way to a doctor's appointment. My wife had me on, was bringing me, and some somebody came out and sideswiped the, our brand new car and did like $6,000 worth of damage to it. So our luck wasn't very good. And then just recently, our serious radio, the signal stopped working. And we thought it must have been something was serious. So we got contacted them and had them resetting the signal and all that. And they're like, no, it's got to be something with the car. Bring it to the dealership. So we bring it to the dealership. And I'm trying not to make this too long. So I apologize. <laughs> but come to find out the warranty or the radio they said was faulty. Something wasn't hooked up right, but it was covered under warranty. Now, this radio is like a touchscreen radio, and it's all up high into the dash. And I'm like, well, how the heck do you take this out? He goes, oh, a master tech has to take the whole dash out, and he takes it out. And what would take you and I a, a day will only take him a couple hours. But I'm like, I don't want my new To me, this is still a brand new car. I don't want this whole thing tore apart, but got to do what they got to do. So I told him my intrepidation, and I told him that I'm like, I just don't want the clips to be broken and all that. I want. He's like, oh, he'll be real careful. Well, he was as careful as he could, but I don't know if I'm OCD, but I can see where he popped the radio out. It's not extremely noticeable. Like if you were to get in the car in the driver's seat, you wouldn't all of a sudden look and go, oh my gosh, what happened to your new car? But I can see it, so that bothers me. But there's nothing I can do about it. But it only ended up taking an hour, which I, I couldn't believe. They give me the keys, I get into the car, I push push the button to start the car and try the series, and it's not working. So I turn the car off, go right back in, and I tell him, hey, and he's like, oh, it's not? Oh, wait a minute, oh, sorry, I gotta give you a, the new serial number because it's a new radio. So you have to contact Sirius and just let them know that it's a new radio. <clears throat> okay, so. He goes, if, and if Sirius isn't busy, it only takes a couple minutes. It's like, all right. So I get home. My wife has the subscription all through her, so she has to deal with that. And she goes into the car, calls Sirius, tells them. Sirius is like, yeah, that's a $15 activation fee. And we're like, no, 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 no. We already have Sirius. It's not a new car, or it's not a different car. It's a new radio that's been warranty. And so... We finally explained it to her. She waves the $15, which, think, yeah, you should. They send us the signal. It still doesn't work. So they're telling us we have to bring it back to the dealership, have the dealership call them, and it could be possibly our antenna now. So it's just like, oh, my, 
woes. Because I just don't want this car to keep getting tore apart. But uh, I'm thankful I have a vehicle. Uh, you know, I'm thankful right now there's a lot of people in this time, like I was just saying, how bad that are, you know, out of work, uh, lost their job, don't know how to pay rent, lost their car, had it, whatever. So I'm just, I'm thankful I have one. Just thinks that it has to get some work done. And oh, bummer. The Buffalo, I'm jumping all over this podcast. The Buffalo Bills lost the other night. Yeah, I have a sound effect for that, but I figured it would be just as good if I did it with my voice. So that stinks. But, uh, you know, they haven't been 4-0 in a while. They played like the Buffalo Bills that I've watched my whole life. They were struggling. They had a really rough game. My toe is feeling better. If you follow the show, you know that I stubbed it so hard that it, um, my toenail was at a 90 degree angle and I had to take it off and it, I'm toeless or toenailless. I should have, in the middle of the night when I did that, I should have taken a video of it and put it up on TikTok and it would have went viral. I guarantee. <laughs> Speaking of TikTok, TikTok's growing a little bit for me. Yeah, it's starting to work out. Head on over to TikTok and find me. That's it. We live on a planet. Hey, we'll be right back. You made it. Did you get a beverage of choice maybe or something? Hey, I've talked about, um, if you follow the show, I hope you follow the show. That'd be neat if you're a regular. Um, Right here in Oswego, New York, my hometown, there is a place that's opening up called Aqua Spa Float Center. And I'm super excited about going into it. They have float tanks where you uh, go into them and it's like a deprivation tank and it's all salt salt water and you are weightless. And um, they're opening November 15th. And we, since I was able to book a couple's float prior to them opening, so we were on the list to be able to be one of the first few to go and so November 18th we go for our float and I can't wait and it was pretty neat because if you do follow the show I already told you a little bit about how we kind of know the owners of the aqua spa because the one of the owners of aqua spa made my wife's wedding ring in a lost cast waxing uh, custom gold white gold ring for her and it's really groovy and him and his girl have opened up Aqua Spa. But a friend of mine is working there as well, an old friend that I haven't ran into in forever. And their yesterday was their opening booking day. And I ran in just to a glitch of trying to book online um, of a couple's float because they had had on their website didn't put that part in. So I contacted Aqua Spa. And my friend ended up getting right back to me and then physically calling and saying, hey, we'll just book you right over the phone. So I felt it felt kind of VIP-ish. So that was kind of cool, too. So I'm really looking forward to, <coughs> excuse me, um, doing something different, uh, experiencing something different. It's a 90-minute couple float, so the tank is large enough for my wife and I. But they do um, salt therapy, all kinds of stuff. It'll be neat. Um, I've been, I feel like I've been experiencing new things anyways, because my wife uh, has recently gone back to school for Ayurveda, 
And Ayurveda is ancient, over 6,000 years old. Look up Ayurveda. I don't even know how to spell it right now. I've talked about it one time here on the podcast, but I can hear her when she's in the other room in her zenden in school. And so I'm hearing about doshas and vadas and uh, all, kind, all kinds of stuff that I've never heard about that is all new, which is pretty neat. And I, I think I commend my wife for doing something different, which is pretty neat, you know. All right, before we do, let's, we will head on over to the fact site. That would be fun. Um, word of the day, though, for my, like I said, we Omen, Saudi Arabia, other places like that. Jeopardize. It's a verb. J-E-O-P-A-R-D-I-S-E. To risk harming or destroying something or some body. Jeopardize. Try not to jeopardize anybody today, your life, or anybody else's. I tried to use that in a sentence. <laughs> stick, around, stick around. We'll be right back, and then we'll head on over to the fact site. And that way, if you're not working out on the treadmill or walking around the track, you're still going to get a workout just in that gray matter up top of your shoulders right when we come back. All right, I'll do my best to try to take my time because my brain's feeling kind of quick. And uh, sometimes when I go to read and I'm all, I'll end up reading too quick. So I'm going to just try to take my time. Uh, We got time. We're not going anywhere right this minute. And uh, you're here with me. So thefactsite.com. Scarecrows. Some facts about scarecrows. I figured it's the time of the season. Scarecrows are such an ordinary creation, it's strange to think there's actually a history behind them, but there is. Scarecrows were originally made to do exactly what their name suggests, scare off crows and other birds that might ruin the farmer's crops. Scarecrows have been around longer than you might think. The first scarecrow known to history were made about 3,000 years ago. They were first made by the Egyptians to protect their wheat fields, especially along the Nile River. Even though they've been around for so long, there has since been more effective ways to scare off birds. In the past, attempts were made to use machinery to replace scarecrows, such as windmills. However, birds are smarter than you might think, and they become familiar with these structures. Some of these attempts include hanging tins in trees or noise guns, but the crows being adaptable, as they are usually realize it's a trick and enter the fields after a time anyways in auburn new york they get overrun by crows and it's been like on national tv before and they have the sounds and the guns and they're just like a sea if you've ever seen that movie the birds that's the way it is in auburn at certain times and it's just really bad they're really smart birds though okay Back to the facts. Originally, Greek farmers would fashion their scarecrows to look like Priapus, who was the son of Dionysus and Aphrodite. The myth goes Priapus lived near vineyards, and he was supposedly very ugly. So whenever Priapus played in the vineyards, it scared the birds away and improved the harvest. However, there is more to that than just how a scarecrow looks. Birds are scared off also because the smell of humans that linger on the clothes of scarecrow. Hmm. 
Japanese farmers have also used scarecrows in the past. However, they would hang old rags, meat, and fish bones on their creations. The smell itself would keep was enough to keep not only birds but all creatures away from the crops. That's interesting to me because it seems like meat or fish would attract certain animals and birds because they would want to feed on the the carcass. Hmm. German farmers used to make wooden witches for their fields because they believed the witches would draw the evil spirits of winter into their bodies. Wow. There are surprisingly dozen of scare, dozens of scarecrow festivals each year, many of which are held in the United Kingdom. The first usage of the word scarecrow in English novels was in 1719 in Robinson Crusoe, written by Daniel Defoe. Robinson Crusoe is that old? Wow. Wow, I did not know that. Well, obviously, the most famous scarecrow is the fictional character, the Wizard of Oz, who is in search of a brain. Yeah. All right, well, there's a lot more, such as both DC and Marvel have a comic character named Scarecrow, though they are completely different characters in both universes. But in both universes, however, they are villains. All right. There's a lot more you can learn at the back site. I encourage you to head on over there. Get a wrinkle on your brain. Stick around. We'll be right back. Scarecrows. Who would have known there was so much facts about them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know I use the welcome back, welcome back a lot. I just like it. It's familiar. And uh, I don't know. I can't help it. All right. I want to just wrap up the show but i want to skim the fat we're just going to really just take that ladle and be very gentle and uh just try to get the fat and no liquid when we head on over to the history channel's website because i just it will feel weird for me not to do it i'm so used to doing my routine you know you know the fact site the history channel we did them a little bit different today out of order i had i felt like i was rambling i had a lot to talk about but on this day Art, literature, and film history. In 1923, Walt Disney Company is founded. How funny. We just did, on Monday's show, some history about Disneyland. What a place to be, huh? Um, here's one in sports. Disney World at Disneyland. Great. You can go there right now during the virus, but it's not cheaper or anything. And You're just going to have to, I feel, wait probably longer in line because you have to social distance, and it just, I can't imagine going right now. Gosh, I hope this ends soon. All right, sports. 1996, a stampede kills 84 at a World Cup match. Oh, how sad is that? The fans can get really rowdy, and they also they pack them in so tight. 1987. I remember this well. If, you, if you're not from the 80s, you won't remember this, but baby Jessica is rescued from a well as the world watches. You know, CNN was just in its infancy, and the 24-hour news cycle was just starting to boom and be new, and cameras were affixed, and camera crews, and everybody watched as 18-month-old baby Jessica was rescued. She was trapped for 58 hours 
in this abandoned well. Amazing story. Amazing. Uh, 1793, Marie Antoinette is beheaded. Uh, 1854 in U.S. Presidents, Abraham Lincoln speaks out against slavery. Uh, art literature and film history. Celebrated writer Oscar Wilde is born in 1854. <laughs> and 1859. Abolitionist, abolitionist movement, John Brown's raid on Harper's Ferry. You can learn more, like I said, but we're just skimming. 1958, the Chevy introduces the El Camino. Either love him or hate him, the El Camino. I remember in college, a friend of mine had an El Camino, and it was a really hot time, and we ended up uh, going to a car wash and filling the back of the El Camino with water and some of us sitting in the back of that and driving around town as water splashed around out of it and leaked all over and we thought we were just the bee's knees and the bee's knees did I just say that <laughs> holy snikes how old are you Patrick all right hey um you can get more we live on a planet or information or some old episodes right over at my website powered by universe wloap.com you can leave me a voicemail you can leave me an email and like i said you can see past episodes and some just some photos and my commercial from carpe as well all right thank you for stopping over i appreciate it as always, try to do your best and stay curious and not judgmental the best you can. And no matter how many people are supposed to be experiencing depression or anxiety, we feel absolutely alone when we are the ones going through it. But remember, you're not alone. I'm proof you're not alone. I've been battling for almost 25 years. and It's a battle, but coming out and talking to you helps. So thank you for helping me more than you know. Tell a friend about We Live on a Planet and come on over to my TikTok. Check that out. I do have a YouTube channel, but it's pretty stale. I'm trying to get more on YouTube, so you can always find me there too at We Live on a Planet. Thanks again. I'll talk to you again real soon. Peace. Oh, I almost forgot my for game over for Radio Mylar, my friend out in Nova Scotia. He likes the sound effect. So here you are, Radio Mylar. <laughs>